Hello, and welcome to the first ever Horror Hams podcast. I am your host, Ciara Donati, and I am joined by my three co-hosts, Jeffrey O'Brien. Hello. John Karen. Oh, hi. And Eric Bragg. Hey. Um, <laughs> the way this podcast is going to work is it'll follow a bi-weekly schedule, and so every two weeks, each of us pick one movie and within those two weeks we have to watch all four and on the podcast we will review said movies um the only rules are basically that they have to be in the horror genre doesn't matter if we've seen them before none of us have seen them so um without further ado let's start with the first film which is Demonic Toys. <laughs> Da-da. Made in 92. 1992. By the lovely Full Moon uh, Entertainment. How much fucking garbage Full Moon Entertainment did you and I watch back in the day? Probably way too much. <laughs> just because it was very accessible, John. Because it was on Cinemax. It was. We used to watch fucking all of those. You used to have like so much fucking... You used to have like yeah. all the Puppet Master figures. You had all of that. I too. did have all the Puppet Master figures, yeah. <laughs> oh, they was... did the like same action thing? Like action figures? Action uh, figures, yeah. Jeff had like every full moon piece of like memorabilia. Who put them out? Full moon put them out. They had their own like toy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they cool. did everything. Like Charles Band, the, the creator of full moon. Um, yeah, he was a marketing whore, you could say. Where are all those action figures now? Like oh, they're truck. probably in a landfill somewhere. You threw them out? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right? That's a, that's a shame. I think it's, it's amazing shame. that for a company that was notorious for it, they, they were like the Roger Corman of fucking, like, B-list fucking, yeah. yeah, they were like, they, were, they made, just made, they just churned out garbage, and they had like series, they like they had like their own universe. Still going on, too. Yeah, yeah they have a fucking pay-per-view channel. Puppet it's Master crazy. was good up until the third one. Yeah, but... I guess it's hard to say because I, I don't think I've watched past the third Puppet Master movie. So. Did you see the new? You haven't seen the newest one, right? I have not. Dude, the newest no. one's like surprisingly. That's on my watch list. It's good. not. I don't know. I can't say it's good. It's the best Puppet Master the movie there is, which isn't setting the bar high, but <laughs> the it's third like. Third one. Um, what is it? Toulon's. What's it called? The third one. Oh, uh, Puppet Master Three. <laughs> Let them be. No, I don't know. It's Toulon's <laughs> something. Toulon's. Yeah. Uh, too doctor long. visit too long the third one the is two, yeah, the new one is too long I like the sure. third yeah. one the third one's pretty good no, I like the third one it's like Nazi it's the best Nazi of the, Germany of all of them yeah it's like a yeah. it's like a prequel to the series yes yeah and it's got what's his name in it from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation right the old man oh it, well Doesn't he's it? in yeah. he's in the the first two oh okay he's the original like too long yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yes, the CL guy. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Get my stogie. Your blessing. <laughs> Clark, if you're not doing anything constructive. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, uh, John, what did you think of Demonic Toys? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, a, what does anyone really think of Demonic Toys? Let's talk about the acting Bible. first. What did you think of the acting? So, uh, Demonic Toys is not good. Um, it, so I, I don't know, man. Demonic Toys, like, even on, like, a, a, a scale of bad, like, Demonic Toys, so remember, like, when we watched it, it fucking starts off with, like, those two cops, like, that are obviously, like, partners and lovers, and they're talking about, like, having kids, and Moving then, in together. yeah, and then it turns into, like, a fucking, a, a, a gun runner deal gone bad, and then... 
it goes into a warehouse, and then there's a fucking pentagram in the warehouse for some reason. Like, no, it's we a don't weird series of events. Get to that, the demonic toys yeah. for like 45 minutes. And there's minutes. no reason for any. Like, the script just completely avoids, like, intro- introductions and just goes into fucking strange happenstance. Like, there's just. Yeah. Like, oh, there's, I guess there's a ritual happening characters, here for no reason. Right. Like, characters just show up unannounced yeah, for no with reason. no character. <laughs> like, the young girl that just comes yeah, out Anne, of the vent. And she just appears. He's like, where, where the hell? Did, John was like, where the fuck did you come from? Like, okay. Like, there's she, like 17 yeah. characters in the movie. She stayed the night there. Yeah. She knows that the doors are locked or something like yeah, she's that. Like a va- she's like, like 12. Yeah, she's like a vagabond. Like, what are you, a fucking drifter? She's like, yeah. It's like, okay, all right, <laughs> sure. Why, why not? It's almost like you need cliff notes and then the for pizza demonic toys. The, and and the, that's uh, all you really want because it's short and sweet. Yeah. The yeah. delivery dude who's supposed to be 17, but he's clearly like 29. Oh, and like a badass. He's supposed to be like a badass too. And like halfway through the car. movie, he just turns into but, a pussy. Yeah, the chicken Ugh. car, Eric. Yeah. What did you think of the yeah, chicken? Oh, car? I'd drive it straight into the river just like that guy. But I would follow through. <laughs> Find you... the nearest river, right into it. <laughs> that was my one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. I mean, you know what, you, what you're getting into from the get-go with demonic toys, for Christ's sake. Same soundtrack guy, I believe, from Puppet Master, probably. Well, yeah, Char- Charles Band actually did the, the music for Demonic Toys. <laughs> it's the goofiest. I think Charles Band's brother did the, the it was Puppet just, Master It was just too silly for its own good. Like... On IMDb, IMDb, it's listed as a comedy. Yeah, it's more it's tongue-in-cheek type of thing. Yeah. Especially Just, with, with all of the toys themselves. Especially, you know... Baby uh, Oopsie-Daisy. Baby Oopsie-Daisy. <laughs> Good. I couldn't wait for that thing to get shot in the face. I was like, please. I was like... The strange, like, male-female baby. Yeah, so there is the, oh, the grizzly teddy... Place. There is. That's uh, my favorite. I like the. There's baby whoopsie daisy. <laughs> it is Jack Attack, which is the Jack, Jack in the Box. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah. Mr. Static. He is the uh, the little robot. Dude. Yeah, right. Oh, the teddy yeah. was the yeah. best. The robot that shoots yeah. off lasers and can't hit a fucking. He's worse than right. a stormtrooper. Right. <laughs> Even at like a two foot distance, he can't hit shit. How did he get in the vent? Yeah, how did yeah. he How does that thing? What does he have, have legs? Like wall magnets? <laughs> and what, what about hell? like physics? How does physics work? It's like a fucking puppet. It weighs like a pound. Couldn't you just like punt it across the room and just be done with it? Well, That's yeah. how puppet Jesus. masters do. Yeah. It's like they how are they overpowering these like, I, well, I understand if like people. I understand like magic or sorcery or something like that where you have like some sort of fictional strength enhancement, but John, I, I would say it's wizardry. Wizardry? Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, if we're talking about physics, because the teddy bear grows like fifty feet at one point. I hated just, that part. Can't, I mean, comes like a not grizzly. that I loved like the prequel to that <laughs> no, scene, but uh, Jesus Christmas, good lord! The director it was kind of this of also just what, Puppet Master came out first, right? Yes. Uh, so it was yeah, kind of it? it's yes. kind of like a rip off of Puppet Master. It's just more toys yeah. doing evil shit. Of well, I mean that that kind of. Uh, uh, I guess it worked with Puppet Master, and then how many Puppet Masters can you make at that point? A fucking There's lot. Seven. You can make a <laughs> no, fucking lot I, of them. I know, so I'm, I'm assuming they, they wanted other, you know, marketing things. So that's why they created the demonic toys. Um, the plot was pitiful. Which I want to point out the fact that absolutely no sense. For, it's written. It's written by fucking David S. Goyer, who who fucking wrote Dark City, The Dark Knight, and he's also wow. writing the new fucking Hellraiser movie. David S. Goyer is a great writer. Maybe fucking, he was going through like a bad. I mean, maybe he's just getting getting his start. Who knows? But like, that's fucking that's rough. That's your screenplay. Really Wait, he wrote something. the movie, but who directed it and did the Peter, soundtrack? So Peter Mahuigan directed it. Um, he's directed. Uh, 
a bunch of Full Moon movies. Um, Puppet Master? Um, he may have directed like one of the newer Puppet Masters. He had something to do with Dungeon Master. Dungeon Master, which is correct. a fucking amazing and pile then of shit. If you remember Arena, do you remember Arena? Yeah, I remember Arena. But he also has something to do with The Howling too. I think he was like a writer or a fucking producer on The Howling, uh, which The Howling fucking Dollman. sucks. Dollman? Yeah, I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he has anything to do with Dollman. Yeah. So, Dollman's fucking fun though. Who played Dollman? I want to say it's fucking. I always confuse him with. Um, he looks similar to almost uh, the guy who played Coach. Craig T. Right? Nelson? No. Right. He's what? more like... Um, oh, god damn it. Well, I can't remember. The guy from fucking um, Deep Rising. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I remember that one. Fuck, he's the got one a really weird name. Deep Rising. God damn it. I gotta fucking actually look this up while we fucking... <sighs> it's gonna fucking come into my brain, too, as soon as I... Start typing it in. Tim Thomerson? No. Is it Tim Thomerson who... Yeah. Sounds like a Tim Thomerson is Dollman, but I always confused <laughs> Tim Thomerson with Treat Williams. That's Treat Williams real. and Tim Thomerson are like fucking... If, if I was sneaking into a nightclub, I'd, I'd write down Tim It's a fake Thomerson. ID name. <laughs> Tim yeah. Thomerson. Tim Thomerson yeah. is worse than uh, 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 Todd Barrington. <laughs> That's true, which we all know is a real name, of course. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Since you chose Demonic Toys, why don't you tell us your personal rating... <laughs> Thoughts. Okay. So just... mine is going to very much differently from you guys. I I actually enjoy demonic toys. <laughs> I, I just it has a, a a yeah just a place in my heart because I've seen it <laughs> right. since I was a little kid. Since it came out, uh, I don't know. I love the stupid toys. Uh, the Jack in the Box is definitely a killer clown ripoff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, I, I love stupid baby whoops-a-daisy. <laughs> and the stupid grizzly with it with no fur in his face. I love the grizzly. I right. love the fucking fat security guard who was also the fucking yes. bartender in Terminator 2 who fucking right. shoots a shotgun. Oh, he yeah. was excellent, I thought. Yeah, that guy's actually like, pretty awesome. I love that character because he's just sitting there tanking booze <laughs> and just like, hey, I just watch screens, hey. <laughs> so in the movie, the, the, the baby whoops-a-daisy carries this man down the stairs i know no he, he drags him he, he drags him <laughs> how physics uh, how? you don't really Great. see much of... but then at one point too they actually do kick the the, the yeah. toys so how and they're clearly as light as a feather right how yeah. how is this yeah. possible it doesn't so, make any sense and yeah baby whoops the daisy a male or female <laughs> i would like to know that both i'm saying both. it's just we don't know right so we'll what, have to call the director say? later we're doing our our uh, rating I, I, on a yeah. scale from I, zero I love, stars to stupid, five stars, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right? The stupid backstory of the demon uh, being born, but it was stillborn, and then it needs to be planted. It's but a soul. This, this yeah, but it's like impregnating its future self. It, uh, yeah, uh, the, old, the old couple. It was great. It's worse than fucking time travel, this yeah. movie. Uh, spoilers, by the way. Lots so, of spoilers here. <laughs> so good. The old, no, the old no couple gives it to... If you haven't seen fucking Demonic Toys and it came out fucking 40 years ago, then you're in for a treat. The couple gives it to the trick-or-treaters. Oh, yeah. It's like here. Yeah, yeah, they chuck it in a hole in the backyard or some crap. But then then the the toy factory was built where the demon was was buried. Beautiful. So, but in the toy factory, as we talked about, there's just this weird demonic, like, cracks in the floor. Like, nobody's gonna... I Everybody's like, like yeah, hey, Bob, don't go over there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's glowing. Yeah, just don't put anything on that. And it starts to happen on the fucking same night that that one cop happens to show up. Like, ah, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. That the movie. whole opening scene where, like, all of a sudden they reveal that they're cops. Spoiler, too late for you. But uh, I was like, man, 
This is going to be good. <laughs> right? Uh, Probably not. Fucking demonic right. toys. Anyway, so my, my, my rating for demonic toys, uh, I give it a, a two. I think that's fair. That's a fair. Two. I, think that's I, fair. I, I love it, but obviously, I know it's not a good movie. I, just, I have a soft heart for it. Personal sentiment to exactly. you. Exactly. So it might be good. Ciara, what do you think of demonic toys? Um, I gave it a zero. Zero. I. It's the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. One of them. <laughs> it's it's down there. I wanted to like pull my hair out watching that movie. I was so incredibly bored. The three of us watched it. What was it? It was like Friday night. It and was uh, not you, me. You, me, and John watched it. And yeah, Eric I mean, is working. I just because he's a jerk. Oh, he got to suffer that know. by yourself, huh? I'm glad I. Did. I the acting was oh. terrible. Um, the effects were god awful. The plot made no sense. Um, obviously, it held sentiment to you because you've been watching it since you were a kid. <laughs> but watching this as an adult, who's never seen it before, who's never seen it before, <laughs> have you heard about demonic toys before? Never, you've seen it? not never. until you pulled it out of the closet. <laughs> We've watched so much fucking garbage in our lives. It was, it was definitely garbage. <laughs> so you give it a zero. Yeah. Is there any saving grace to the movie that you you enjoyed? Um, the chicken car. Chicken, yeah, that's good. <laughs> what would you do to make the movie better, in your opinion? Replace the whole cast. Yeah, with actual actors. Yeah. Like, who would you pick for? It could have been good. It could have been scary, but it was like Anthony Hopkins. Everybody did the was. Baby voice. <laughs> everybody was. It just seemed like reading from a piece of paper. Like Hopkins they were reading voice. from a script. I don't know. I and it was just. It was too silly. It was, I don't know. I agree. It's very silly, and the acting is is obviously like high school. You know, play, I was just high school bored. play acting. But I was just bored, like one hundred percent. Of bored. course, it's silly. So, John, what would you? What do you think of Demonic Toys, John? Uh, Demonic Toys gets a one and a half out of five for me, uh, and it any. This is gonna sound, you know, this is gonna sound fucking uh, trashy and perverted because it is. But any movie that has at least a nudity scene and it gets a one star rating automatically for me, and then Baby Oopsie Daisy gets the other fucking half a star <laughs> because Baby Oopsie Daisy, honestly. Is probably the best part of that whole movie. So it can it can laugh, it can cry, it can even shit its pants. John. Uh, can you sure. shit your pants, John? Yeah, I sure can. I know you can. That movie, shits, that movie shits its pants. <laughs> Eric, what do you think of Demonic Choice? Uh, watching it as a kid, I mean, I would be blown away, probably. Uh, so, so have you ever I'll, seen it before? No, but I'm gonna give it a two, uh, just because. Like, I'm balancing between two worlds as an adult, and I can imagine seeing it as a kid, like, being, like, insane and probably scary at some points, too. You know, but I knew what I was getting into from the beginning. I mean, it's a bunch of goofy, weirdo, you know, you know, <laughs> you know fuckheads d dancing around on a screen with Would the you worst... ever watch it again? <sighs> See, would, would you watch... I'm giving it a zero because right. I would never, ever willingly... Well, let me watch bring it this again. out. Would you guys watch Demonic Toys 2? Which oh, came absolutely. Out, which came out in 2010. Yeah, I'll watch would it right now. That? Maybe. Would you, would you watch it? Yeah. Maybe. Would you watch it? Oh, of course. Would you watch Demonic Toys 2? Have you seen it? Yes. No. I didn't even know it existed until about We need to watch Demonic Toys vs. Dollman because that's fucking pretty well, fun. It's just Dollman and Demonic Toys cut together. And Dollman was always like a fucking more fun movie. Right. So. But you know exactly what you're getting into with these type movies. If it says demonic toys, you see, you know what I'm saying? You can see it. You can watch the trailer. 
you already know it's there's a good chance it's gonna be 99.9 percent garbage but you know sure but like sometimes garbage is magical like there's true. there's really That's great true. garbage and I, I love nothing more than some great great garbage uh like, like fucking what did i recently watch conquest have you ever seen conquest of course I love conquest. dude conquest is fucking magical trash good oh it's just the best kind of trash but yeah john what would you do to make demonic toys up to your standard oh dude i don't even know i fucking i don't know if you could i got a good answer if you put some effort into it like that's the thing with like i feel like when you're trying to make something like this like the hardest movies to make are the ones that are tongue-in-cheek and supposed to be kind of bad because if you go one too far to one side you wind up with something that's just awful like this is and try you can see what they're trying to do but sometimes you get lucky and hit the jackpot, and this definitely does not. I don't know, because like this is such a tough genre to make. Like Making good, bad movies is hard. I agree. And uh, Full Moon is one of those companies that sometimes got it right, mm-hmm. but I don't think Demonic Toys is, is one of those examples. Yeah, same question to you, Eric. What would you do to make Demonic Toys better, in your opinion? I would just take the whole thing, strip it down, and have same concept, same script, but Christopher Nolan directs it. <laughs> Just imagine that. <laughs> right? Imagine that mind-blowing experience. Honestly, Christopher Nolan from... Uh, Just imagine Christopher Batman Nolan... Trilogy and, fame and, and Inception and Tenant. Yes. Re-releases a new take on demonic toys. That would be awesome. I would be highly intrigued. It would probably make yeah. just as little sense because fucking Christopher Nolan can't make a fucking cohesive plot to save his life either. So it's gonna look cool. Maybe it's a match made in heaven. A Demonic Toys remaking Christopher Nolan. I love the concept. I love it. Eric, if you were a bazillionaire, would you hire Christopher Nolan to direct Demonic Toys? Of course. Remake. Yeah. <laughs> or just like, you know, silly stuff around the house. You know, him like getting out of bed like, Ooh, how can I make this cool? <laughs> Making hash browns or, you know, whatever. Whatever right. Nolan does, I don't know. You don't have a live feed. <laughs> Yet, that's well, true. All right, that was that's demonic toys, ladies and gents. All right, so consensus was not particularly good. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a rewatch? No, I will. No. I will never watch demonic toys ever again. It was fun to revisit it because no. Jeff and I used to watch it fucking like, all the time back. Two no's. I'd watch it. One yes. Eric. I'd watch it again for ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Two no's, one yes, and one yes for ten dollars. That's right. All right. Uh, so what's what's next? Inside. Inside. That's all you. So that's Ciara's pick. All right. So I chose Inside, uh, the French version made in 2007, um, directed by, I know it was two guys. Do you have that written down? Mm-hmm. Peter, oh, wait, no, that's fucking Alexandre Bustillo and Julien Maury. Yeah. Okay. So, um... I love the movie. It's one of my, like, probably top five all-time favorite horror movies. Um, I'm a sucker for good FX, and that movie has plenty of it. Um, the the gore and the makeup is just absolutely phenomenal. I think we looked it up earlier, and there were, like, 18 different makeup artists who worked on this movie. That's awesome. I, I didn't know that. I yeah. aware of that. That's awesome. And you are talking about the 2007 version, right? Not the original French one, not Correct. the remake? Correct. Okay. Remake is oh, trash. We're not even going to talk about that. Okay. But yes, the, the French version, 2007. Um, what's good about this movie is I like a strong female lead. And we have two, you know. Uh, we have uh, we have Sarah and then we also have... Um, 
I'm not reading those names. Okay. <laughs> and then we also have, I'm just talking about the characters, right. the ominous villain who's never named, but we just, they just call her La Femme. Um, and she is just this horrifying, we, we never really have female slashers. That's true. You know? Yeah. And I think she did a really good job. She was menacing in this movie. So the, the acting was good. I got this sense of like claustrophobia from the movie because the whole film is shot in one setting. They're like inside this house and it's just very like anxiety inducing. You feel trapped. Um, yeah, I just, I thought, I like sitting down and genuinely being scared when I'm watching a film and being a woman, you know, being in a house alone at night and someone trying to invade, that's like probably one of our biggest fears. What's the basic? Couple, couple of being fucking pregnant too, which right. she is. is vulnerable. Yeah. vulnerable. She's extremely right. vulnerable. Her husband just died. She's pregnant. She's about to have a baby. She's alone. And this weirdo. On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. So which, is it a Christmas movie? By the movie? way, it's definitely a Christmas movie. I'm just putting that out there. Which we can do. Share it with the family. Top five Christmas movie um, special. It's scary. I know John isn't the biggest fan of this movie. I, I, I do like Inside. So you do? I think you're, you're confused. I told you that. I think you're confusing my... Like, I think Inside is an exceptional film because, like, I, I one, I hate slashers, and two, I hate home invasion movies. And I think it's this actually... Both, I think it's, it's... A com it's one of the better examples of both. And it, it does so because it takes, actually, like, a stake that would genuinely be terrifying. And it's um, realistic. Yeah, it's done realistically, and, like, it's, it's got some... Nothing is ridiculous it, about the movie. No, like, it's very everything grounded. Everything could definitely happen. And probably has happened before. Yeah. And it, it doesn't fucking pull any punches. Like the the shit that happens to the the main character, like that gruesome fucking you know the the, the big scene, which which we can't. This is one of those movies yeah. that you don't want to spoil because spoil it, like yeah. the it, you really should see inside. The but whole right. movie is not, just not gruesome. To, to, not to mention at the Zero at the time in France, uh, all the riots that were going on too. So that that's another uh, outside, you know, what was happening influencer on this movie. Yeah. Oh right, the right, the, ri the whatever, riots yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. So that's a good point. Yep. But yeah, it, it manages to take two genres that I'm not a big fan of. I like. See, I think you're mis I think you're confusing that because, like, I said, I would never want to watch it again. And Inside's one of those movies. I have like a short list of movies that I would never watch again just because I I don't find them. I don't find like it's inside's a lot of shock value and if in that regard i think it works great but it's never a movie i'm like in the mood to watch i don't want to watch that movie it's not a movie i enjoy watching i think it's really well done and it's like a you know i think it's like i said it takes two genres i don't like and puts them together and makes something pretty exceptional i just it's nothing i never want to watch that it's not a feel good like you don't feel good it's an uncomfortable movie to watch it's not a movie that you would seek out in your yeah like I, I yeah it's not it's like there's some movies like um like uh, a buddy of mine, we talk about this movie all the time. We bring it up. It's got it's a Guy Pierce movie that came out a couple of years ago. It's called Brimstone, and it, Guy Pierce plays one of the most despicable fucking human beings that like, you've ever seen in your life. And that movie is terribly uncomfortable to watch. Like that is really? that is one of the fucking most gruesome and hard to watch movies I've ever had to sit through. And it's a fantastic film. It's just not one of those movies like I you watch I, again. I own it. And I've watched it once. I haven't. Wa I tell everyone maybe watch it if you want. If you want. If you want a challenge, because it's a great film, but it's really just fucking ugly. It's an ugly film, and I think Inside is an ugly film. It's not something I I actively feel like watching at any given point. So. I like the adrenaline rush it gives me, but like that's why I watch horror movies in general. I like just that 
scare that some. Yeah. I don't like, know. I, I agree, especially I with like Insider. The, the tension, because we, we, Ciara, myself, and Eric watched it all in the dark alone, and I don't know. In silence. In you know, silence, It definitely yeah. depends on like where and how and who you're watching the movie with. Yeah. And I just like having a pit in my stomach while I'm watching a movie. Like, wow, this acting is so good. It's, it's, it's making me scared, right. <laughs> you know? And I know you like that. I like that little rush. adrenaline, like, wow, this is scary. And a lot of the times slasher movies are unrealistic. Like if you think about Jason or Michael, like they're unstoppable. Like in this movie, she's just a woman. Right, with a know? grudge. With right. a, with a awful grudge. Right. And Subtitles. It's, Yes. Just so everyone knows. Yes. It's in French, so it's subtitled. But honestly, I think That's the only that makes it spookier. I don't know. Foreign languages alert, make a subtitles. movie spookier, in yeah. my opinion. Because you're really you... listening and reading the dialogue. Yeah, and you, you catch it. I feel yeah. like you pick up more with the subtitles. But, too. yeah, she was... They're both Sarah and, you know, the intruder. It's well both... done. I mean, it's, it's well done. Yeah. What did you think well of it? No expectations. I mean... And you went to the movie completely blind. You had no idea what this movie was, right? And I wore a blindfold during the movie. <laughs> no, uh, he didn't. So that added to the suspense. But uh, it's probably the best, goriest movie I've ever seen. Is it? Yeah. So far in my existence on this planet. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot Which of Which we're movies... broadcasting outside of the solar system. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is coming to you live from Mars. <laughs> I feel like a lot of horror movies leave out gore. But in reality, if someone breaks into your home and is cutting you up with scissors, there's going to be a lot of blood. There's going to be guts. And I know a lot of U.S. audiences don't want to see that sort right. of thing. But it's it's the norm outside of this country, the, the, the gore factor in most movies. You know? The French films, like, French, French horror films are good. I also think, like... French have a good horror film uh, genre, and uh, not necessarily, I wouldn't call it like horror for this particular one, but Korean uh, cinema has really good, uh, I wouldn't even call it horror, but I, I wouldn't know what else to call it, but they do like really twisted like thriller. thrillers. Yeah, thrillers would be a good one. Korean thrillers are really good, and French horror films are usually pretty good. There was this particular boom in like 2005, 6, 7, 8 in French film where all of these basically Gory, taboo... Yeah movies came out it was this martyrs high frontiers. tension frontiers them fucking and, martyrs uh, that's another one on my list of i'll never watch again too and that is another one oh, on my I list that we are going to watch, to watch <laughs> what's that tusk oh, oh fucking God. tusk's awesome <laughs> you don't know, like tusk i fucking love tusk <laughs> i threw it in the garbage <laughs> as soon as it was done i took it up put it in its case right in the trash can i saw it in the theater with uh, my buddy of mine and it was such a fucking awesome weird time <laughs> michael parks and justin long just oh. ha having the best back and forth dialogues together <laughs> and that movie is so weird and awesome it was so well done it was just had such a huge visual impact i would just constantly see it while I was trying to <laughs> fall asleep and I couldn't get that image out of my head. It's a fucking project. weird movie. Yeah, it's a weird but, fucked up movie. <laughs> well done. Achievement John, accomplished. Do you have anything to add about uh, Inside? Honestly, I, I don't know what else to add about Inside. Like it, like I said, it manages... rating? I have a inside? couple of critiques. Oh. All right. What's your critique, Eric? No so, spoilers, though. I think they should... <clears throat> well, oh, man, that's hard. No spoilers. Well, you can dance Jeez. around the subject, I guess, Eric. Uh, I know what he's going to talk about. He's going to talk about the... Maybe you'd use the audience's imagination on, you know, for one particular or one scene. 
But see, that's what any every way, horror movie does in this movie. Just freaking shows it to you. But you know? this movie surprised me from start to finish. Like, like, it really did. Like, I had, like, I was pleasantly surprised. And, and from somebody who doesn't like to read subtitles and normally doesn't like the goriest of goriest movies, you know, like, this is a good recommendation. Well like, it was surprisingly satisfactory to watch from start to finish like it was it was clever and who doesn't like cool kills you know and it was original yeah very original yeah is there any other intruder movie where the main character is pregnant i I don't even care about it it, like the whole female thing i don't care like who's who's what like what's the best story who are the best actors whether they're male or female is irrelevant to me but like that whole storyline you know what i mean it's cool. I think in this case, like I, it. I think in this case, that's. Like, in, I, I think in this case, it's one of the only times it's actually important because I fucking hate home invasion movies. I, there's nothing fucking worse than a home invasion movie to me because I don't ever find the situation scary. You're just watching a bunch of people bumble around as if they didn't have fucking knives hidden in every part of their right. house and every room, like I do. Because your your home has never been invaded. You've never been in that situation. <laughs> but even if it was, it wouldn't fucking like I I. I don't care. Like, I'm not tripping over my own shit trying to get out of my own... I know how to get out of my own house if I had to. Like, I hate home invasion movies. What if you don't, movies. you forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Like, they're, they're usually the worst sort of genre for me. I think I fucking... can really talk because we all have small condos yeah. slash apartments. But, like, a big house with multiple floors, if someone breaks in, that's scary. You might kill I, It makes it that much easier to get out unless you for somehow forget how to get out of your own house <laughs> and the person invading it knows their way around perfectly, which they wouldn't. I hate home invasion movies, but like this, it is one of the better versions of it. And the fact that she is pregnant and in a fragile state and a condition makes it that much more. It actually gives that situation some stakes, and I think like the character handles it pretty well. Like oh, and she's going through labor the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right, her water breaks. Yeah, water breaks it, it makes the, the first fucking... like spoiler alert, <laughs> everyone. So too late. Too late. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I th- I I think it. I think Inside's really good. Like, are we doing ratings and stuff now? Yeah. Yeah. Ciara, what do you think for a rating? I'm gonna have to go with a five. Five. It is one of my favorite movies, horror movies of all time. So it gets the five star rating. You're right. Uh, I would. Uh, to me, uh, it's a. I love the movie, but I I think it's a four, in my opinion. So um, I, I love the tension and the gore. Um, you know, but the and you know, there's not much to the movie. I I like the twist too, but what a twist! What a twist! Is there really much to any horror movie? No, I, I guess you're right. It depends. Uh, like depends. some some are pretty clever, honestly. Yeah. Those are there's yeah. not much to think about with a horror movie. It's just like... Right. Yeah, especially gory horror movie. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I think it's a four. It's 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 one of those movies that I enjoy watching. So. You'd watch it again? Oh, always. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it a bunch of times now. John, what do you think? Uh, it's a it's a three and a half uh, for me. It's, um, yeah, it, it's it's really well made. It's it's a great. I can't deny it's a great film. It's just something I never want to watch again. So, and if you do hear a cat in the background, it's because there is a in heat cat screaming from the other room behind a That's door somewhere. Hamilton. That is Hamilton. Is that Hamilton? Yes. So that is not an in heat That's cat. That's just Daphne. a cat that wants to come out and Hamilton hears he us talking and he That's wants fine. to He's He's cool. come join Testicles. the club. Or he has severe diarrhea. But we don't know. <laughs> anyway. That is Hamilton the Sphinx. Yep. Who's but also I... the mascot for this podcast? Hammy. True. Hammy the Sphinx. 
We're the horror hams. Horror hams, named after Hamilton. Hamilton the cat. Eric, what do you think of Inside? What do you give it for a rating? I want to give it a four. Nice. Four, nice. Only because it surprised me so much. Like, I was caught off guard by the whole thing. And the you, didn't even, you didn't so even want good. to look at the DVD box. Because I did that as, as a service to my own mind. Because <laughs> as soon as somebody, like, you know, like gushes over a movie, my expectations go through the, you know, into the, you know, galaxies you know what i mean but uh eric we're gonna tell you a little secret we didn't gush over their movie because we knew how you feel about it perfect yeah, we thought you'd Thank back you. out I like that. <laughs> psychological uh, warfare you guys are playing <laughs> i appreciate that really it really does it works it works but it's the best goriest movie somebody who isn't a crazy gore fan because like it wasn't just that they needed to add blood it's just because it was inevitable because the storyline just needed that to happen and, and they're both, both women are just such both And like, you don't get actors. bored, you know, and, and I, I'm not a fan of watching, like looking up and down subtitles, but this is the movie, you know, just check it out. Do yourself a favor. Check it out. If you don't mind gore. Yeah, <laughs> Subtitles. Yeah. Speaking, <laughs> of, gory. speaking of mind fucks, isn't Eric's movie up next? <laughs> oh, oh yes, uh, so. I just got a growling in my stomach yeah you the should you should fucking, you should feel you should feel, feel uncomfortable about what you did to all of us <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what i was doing <laughs> it was like it was walking in a field and then accidentally stabbing on a, on a landmine do you want to introduce <laughs> like that's your this, movie eric not really <laughs> but i guess i have to because there's a gun to my head but uh yeah bob Brelver? That's the director. <laughs> oh my god. What's the name of your movie? Well, that's, what, that's why I recommend the Eric's movie because Eric's choice of Bobby. was Midnight Ride, made in 1990. Unfortunately. Eric, who's the star of this movie? Well, one of them. Uh, you might know him better as Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill. But he also goes by the name Mark Hamill, of course, like you just said. <laughs> Uh, this is just a random recommendation. I, I just wanted something for all of us to see that we hadn't seen before, no matter how terrible or great. I just think that's, you know, just fun to do. Brand new, across the slate, but, you know, this had full potential after watching the trailer. This, this is going to be a straight-up freaking sewer film. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, know? uh... I had some hope, because, like, once the... I did. Once the You're fucking... Right. Uh, once you, like... I know you, like... Once the credits started rolling, and fucking... Who else is in it? <laughs> Mike du Mikey Dudikoff? Fucking Mr. American, American Ninja. Ninja? Yeah. Like, I... And then I saw that it was produced by Canon, who... Like fucking shout out, yeah. Canon Film shirt right Couple here. Couple goosebumps. <laughs> fucking Canon Films, man. Yeah. I, Aaron, your neck stood up for good reason. But then, <laughs> why don't we give uh, a quick synopsis for our listeners that have never heard uh -huh. of this movie? This is a movie where you, if you want to be highly irritated <laughs> or fall asleep within five minutes <laughs> or just at so, the end of it, you know, put your head through a mirror in your bathroom. So basically, this. <laughs> This is the movie Psycho hitchhiker dude is picked Ugh. up by this woman Laura. Oh, who was leaving? Who who is who's 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 on the road because on her shitbag husband, husband. who is Mike who Michael who's Michael Dudikoff is a piece of shit and who fucking is like He's obsessed with her and starts chasing her down. So she's on the run. <laughs> she's on she the is, run. She makes the, the run. mistake up, <laughs> to she, pick yeah, up Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, who is this insane nutbag, and with a Polaroid camera. With a Polaroid camera. <laughs> I'm sleeping thinking about it. It's terrible. <laughs> it's a fucking it's, piece of shit, this movie. Why does he have a cast? Spoiler alert. Why does American Ninja have a cast at the beginning of the movie? Why does he have a cast? <laughs> yes, on? I had notes on why, this. Why there is this one freaking scene in the movie cast? where 
it's like two minutes long and he's taking off a cast that's on his leg. It was never explained why he has the cast. And he's there's just like 90 <laughs> seconds of him breaking the I cast think- off his leg. And then we don't. No one talks about it. He, he just gets casted, back in the cars. The like, okay. <laughs> he must have had a leg injury when he was dancing when he got this roll, rolled his ankle, and it then he just had a cast. It doesn't explain the the, the cast at all. But, yeah, but was it time to take the cast off? I don't I mean, know. In all honesty, like I don't know if Ugh. any of us fucking paid enough attention to this movie to know if that was revealed in the plot or not. Because this movie <laughs> is fucking tough to sit through. What I this read, is is I like, read about it too. Oh really? And there, there's no. It's just he had a prior injury. So, so why did we have to see him taking his cast off? I think this is one of those things where it's like... <laughs> why was that? This movie was directed by a stuntman like, who was like yeah. huge in the 70s who has like almost 200 fucking movies to his name. So it's like... Oh. He's like a notoriously like well-known stuntman who decided to make a movie and... That's why. That, well, like some That's of the stunts why. in the movie are pretty Maybe good. Maybe that was there's an homage like, to stuntmen. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. Not, there's some pretty good stunts in the movie if you want to give it some credit, but... Yeah. It would be a great there movie. There are cars literally on fire. Oh yeah, end. yeah. For whatever reason, right? Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> so man, the the director um, Bob really uh, Bar Bar what is it Barlov Balver Balver he directed um, uh, a bunch of eighties uh, action shows yeah, like, like A Team and shit Knight yeah Night Rider A Team so you can definitely see the influence in this movie Wait, he is... did Night Rider and A Team well he had a, a few couple episodes, episodes two of my favorite yeah. shows a couple episodes <laughs> I, love, I love those <laughs> shows the fall, I think I the why I, I instinctively so, recommended yeah. Midnight Ride so you can definitely see the influence of this weird 80s action TV show on the movie because it just doesn't stop the whole movie's action is no but it's weird because like for a movie that's got so much shit happening it's also incredibly boring and hard to pay attention to yeah that's one of the qualms I had with it was is it really a horror movie? It seemed like it seemed like it had slasher elements because Mark Hamill, right. he's a psycho. Right. But the overall theme to me felt like it was more of a thriller Lacking. action. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Yeah, there should have been way more kills. Or just way a scary element. He was just yeah. kind well, of... Well, he's supposed well, to be scary. I mean, yeah, he, kills he was yeah. ridiculous. He is a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Who oh, takes oh, yeah. photos of his kills <clears throat> with his Polaroid. Yeah. And he's Obviously. a nutbag that got... Who escaped an asylum, right? Because well, he goes to a doctor. Just, he, yeah. Who was well, the doctor? Well, he saw, his, he saw his sister get killed by his mother. Yes, that's why he's so insane. Uh, and so, yeah, that messed him up. And now he's obsessed so. with Laura because she looks like kind of sister. looks like his sister <laughs> who was yeah. killed. I missed that entirely. Yeah. <laughs> this is your movie. So, <laughs> I know, but what, well, I said this is a complete and, shot and in the Mark Hamill's recommendation. Why doctor is the... the Robert Mitchum. Robert Rich- and that's Robert where Mitchum. all yep. the money in this movie went. Yeah. And Mark Hamill. Right. I'm assuming Mark Hamill took the role to get out of the Luke Skywalker shadow. Yeah, exactly. He, he probably thought, shouldn't have. He right. thought this would break. <laughs> well, this was 1990, so he was like, he was already, he was doing the Joker thing in the animated series by then, wasn't he? Wasn't that out by then? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, if true. it wasn't, it was like right before. Yeah, it. it was right yeah. after. Early, probably. maybe at the same time. Maybe around the same time. Because I would, I think that's when, like, the, I remember the Batman the animated series was the early 90s. Yeah, I think it was 1991. Maybe, yeah. So and this this was probably made in like 89 or something. I bet. So, yeah, when it was actually filmed. It came out yeah. in July of 1990. Yeah. I wonder, was this released in the theater? I couldn't find out. If, it, was... if it was canon, it actually might have been. Because right. canon did get some theatrical stuff out there. And, and but, maybe, uh, I'm assuming at the time, Mark Hamill probably wasn't a big name. 
Yet. Well, I'm sure... Well, Mark Hamill outside of Star Wars and, right. and being the Joker was never. He really. He's, he, he yeah, he wasn't. It wasn't until cast. the past. Yeah, it wasn't until the past few right. years when he really started doing the voice acting thing. Which right. is, he's he's a great voice actor. He's yeah. an awesome voice actor. And Corvette Summer. I'm Fucking Corvette that. Summer. <laughs> that movie's amazing. But anyway, <laughs> what do we give this movie as a rating? Eric. By the way, fire. Robert Mitchum, Cape Fear. Yeah, original, original Cape Fear. Yeah. Just so we all know, how in the hell did they get this guy? Money for a midnight ride. Oh, all the thing, all the budget had, or or blackmail, probably both. Mark Hamill just gave him like a, an actual lightsaber, and he's like, "I can kill and cut through anything." He's like, "Yeah, all right, I'll do it." Eric, what's your rating? What do you give? Uh, ra- should there even be a rating system for this? I'm gonna go negative. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it a one, just because one. I think things could be fixed. And there's a great scene where like. Someone's killed in the car, and it goes careens down the side of a cliff. Spoiler alert, everyone! Oh, and the family gets blown yeah. up. and then some innocent <laughs> family is driving by, and they're all killed. It's the funniest it's like part of the movie. Women in the car. If you like yeah. sick stuff, every car, every car that gets hit blows up. <laughs> yeah, there was too, there was too was much so action. Random. They were trying too hard for yep. explosions and. It's almost like the the entire movie was made up on the spot. Like they did a scene. Yeah. Like, what do you guys want to do next? We got. It was I'm a all improv. I got a bunch of stunt friends. Yeah. Why don't we have a car come by with the family and we'll shoot this one down the side of this hill and crash into it and that burns up? Like excellent. John, what's your rating? Uh, I gave it a one and a half. Um, I mean, half a star simply, or one star honestly, because. The fact that it has Michael Dudikoff in it and Mark Hamill and Robert Mitchum. That's such a weird fucking grouping that, and yeah, it's just ridiculous. And like, honestly, like some of the stunts are pretty cool. You can see that the guy was like a, a stuntman and he's trying to make an effort. And I mean, it's a, it's I, a I felt like movie, so, the, most of the stunts went on way too long. Oh yeah. But the, yeah, so, yeah. Just like anything in the movie, right. the movie's so fucking directionless. Right. Like, like, like when Michael Dudikoff's tied to the front of the the cab that yeah. Mark Hamill's driving. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's cool for like a minute. You're right, but it yeah. goes on for five. Yeah, and then the the whole bus chase scene too. Yeah, the movie yes. like tries to one up itself, and like yeah. that weird thing that happens where like also Mark Hamill does the Joker laugh, which always is fucking cool. But right. um, but like he has this weird ability to just it, it's almost like hijinks. Like you'd think that like, you'll think that like the character's safe from him and he's gone and out of the movie and then like all of a sudden he turns up and the next he's like driving a bus chasing him behind like what the fuck just happened like where like he just shows up like a little he's like a little peckerwood he's just like right. around just harassing people all right. of a sudden it's very weird y- yeah he's a oh he's a hateable villain <laughs> Jeff um, what would you give this movie I-, I give it a one I also give it a one yeah it's not it's not as bad as demonic toys, in my opinion. <laughs> I would rewatch it if I, I if feel I had to. We had to watch yeah. this movie on YouTube. I feel if there was a, a yes. better transfer of it, exactly, I might enjoy it a yeah, little bit more. Yeah, we can barely hear what everyone was saying. Yeah. I might mic... enjoy it one percent larger than I do. And I wonder why there there wasn't there isn't a, a better transfer of it. I, I couldn't the, even find it. The plot is for, yeah. It it could have been better. The idea is is good it's been done before the picking up a crazy hitchhiker yeah, you just watch the hitcher it, if you want to watch a good version of this just watch the hitcher with rucker been, howard it could have been scarier right you know, could, but it just yeah. got too silly and it's also after the hitcher it's like a few years after the hitcher and you can see like some of the it's trying to take some of the fucking elements of that it's just no 
They just missed the ball big time. <laughs> like three strikeouts in a row. <laughs> like really. And then like you can keep pitching all day and you're going to strike out with this movie. But it has potential, but not in the right direction. Eric, what would you do to make the movie better in your opinion? Christopher Nolan, if he's around again, <laughs> I'll just keep him on dial tone. Uh, have somebody else rewrite the script. Who would you make the bad guy besides Mark Hamill? Oh, that's a great question. Hmm, that's good. Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do like some, maybe. I'd like to oh, see like a crazy. See Fred Thomas Howell. You know what? I'm gonna. Yeah. Give, I'm just gonna give him another shot at it now that he's more yeah, weathered. Yeah. I bet now he could do a real psychopath if he wanted to, doing all the Joker stuff. You know, he might be good. Second I think time Rucker Hour would have been. That's what I was going to say. That's how I'd make this movie better. I'd just watch The Hitcher instead. Because <laughs> it's a better film. That's, what you did. Yeah, that's how I would make it better. Yeah. Just watch The Hitcher because it's awesome. <laughs> Dual screen? Probably not. It's not good. Uh, it, me, it definitely needs some... It, it's like there's no moments of, of rest in the movie. It's just go, it's go, go, much. go, 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 go. One up, one up, one up. Go, go, go. And then... It's end. It's over. And then the ending is, oh, it's over. And then it's, oh, it's not over. Oh, it does. It has oh. the fucking audacity to try to do the fucking double the, ending. The, the Trixie ending. Right. Eh, spoilers. Uh, oh, uh. fuck that. Spoil this movie right away. <laughs> he, get, he gets like thrown over a balcony and electrocuted. And then you think he's dead. And then they're in the hospital doing that wrap up thing where she gives Michael Dud like the girl who's being chased by Michael Dudikoff and Mark Hamill this movie is in the fucking hospital with Michael Dudikoff, who's her savior now. But she still doesn't want to kiss him because he's a piece of shit. And then fucking Mark Hamill shows up out of nowhere with a fucking no knife. He's burns on him either. Yeah, he's no. fine. Yeah. And then the, oh, it just has the balls to try to do the surprise ending that it didn't earn at all. It, oh, that movie is just a. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if, sucks. if they were they have, filmed at different part. I wonder if they're different points in different time. Points. So it's almost just... like they edited the entire movie incorrectly because they had actors that can act that have that have acted in actual yeah. like good quality movies. You yeah. can say per se, but. So. And the soundtrack is garbage. <laughs> so you might as well just have a radio playing the news in the background as the soundtrack. It's just pure nonsense. All right. All right. Why, don't we, why don't we move on to the last movie of Which the night? Which is what, John? Uh, one of my personal favorites, honestly. Uh, the Ritual from 2018, uh, directed by Mr. David Bruckner, who did Southbound and one of the uh, VHS segments. He's also uh, directing the new Hellraiser, which actually gives me a little hope for that movie. Um, and he... Uh, What's uh, the movie about? Fucking Ritual is basically... Um, these the, A group of friend, longtime friends, uh, you know, hanging out, trying to figure out, like, a, a bro vacation to go on. and uh, After their friend just passed. Well, it was. I'm getting in that there. Um, they, <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah, they're trying to. They're trying to figure out like what they're going to do as a group of friends when uh, one of their friends is killed, and then they sort of take a decide to take a hiking trip together uh, in the Swedish and Nor Norwegian region, and just some fucking bad shit starts to go down in the wilderness. Yeah, just... it's 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 one of my favorite. It was when it came out in 2018. It was uh, it was my it was my favorite film of 2018, and. Uh, it's one of those films that if someone hasn't seen it, I, I try to get them to watch it. Cause it just, for me, it's one of those things where that horror does right. Where for me, a good horror film. And I guess we haven't really like established this too much too, as far as our personal tastes go. But, uh, and I know Sierra did, but is for me, like a good horror movie is something that 
Um, I, I like it when it takes place in a world that follows the same rules as ours. I like when it's definitively the world that we live in. And then some shit starts to happen that's clearly supernatural and beyond your control in any aspect. And it just escalates from there. And how do you deal with it? And then the characters, I like it, especially in, in this case, where it's the characters make the same kind of decisions you would. So when you see people making good decisions and that actually have some intelligence and can see when a situation's going bad, and it's, I, I like how that gets handled. And I, I like seeing how things can spiral out of control. And I like the helplessness that that creates. And I like that sense of urgency and doom and dread because there's fuck all you can do in this case. Yeah, I, I really like that sense of helplessness. For like, me, that's what makes a good horror film. And this this sort of takes like the predator approach to it where it's like there's something stalking them in the woods. And no one can help you. And nobody can help you. You're on your own and like shit just starts getting worse and there's worse. No, and There's no cell phone signal. Yeah, like, it just sucks. It's a situation you don't want to be in and there's something clearly magical and awful happening and there's nothing the only you can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. The only one that can help you is you. Yeah. And even then you're, you're desperate. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I really, I love those kinds of films and, and for me personally, like there's so few of those that get it right especially with something this simple like this this really for me like there's there's certain films or film styles that are so hard to get right even though there's such a simple structure because they've been done before and done so poorly but this really is one of the best sort of predator style films that i've seen since predator did you have expectations for this film no, I, I I'd gone into the ritual pretty blind. I saw the trailer a few years ago. Um, it's not the best. Yeah, I I, I really like that. Like I saw the trailer, and knew I wanted to see it, but I had no idea it was going to become like one of my favorite films in general. Like one of my favorite genre films. Like I just, oh, it's, it's one of those movies. I'll I'll show anybody who hasn't seen it. I get excited to show it to people. It's so. the landmine effect. You just yeah. go on across the field, and then bang, you you <laughs> love a movie. Yeah, so I love I love that sort of thing, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I could ramble on all night about this movie, but I'll let you guys talk about it because I, I will gush endlessly about this flick. Eric, so. what did you think? Uh, I was... I don't know. Maybe... I thought it was going to be just way more crazy than it ended up being. It was no. less of a payout? You no know, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the escalation was good. And then it kind of fizzled, like, like, like towards the end. I feel like, that. For me, because my expectations, like, like they create such a huge, like, uh, tension throughout throughout the movie, where like you want this whole thing to get so crazier and crazier and crazier, and then for my imagination, it just like wasn't there towards the end. But how how so though? Out of curiosity, like because. The payoff and what you you can't so. I mean without spoiling it like what the creature actually is kind of is the payoff and honestly because that is yeah. so far beyond the realm of reality that when you're faced with that and the way that the character right. handles it and the ultimate outcome for that character is not great it like that's kind of what for me personally anyway makes the payoff so awesome is the fact that it's the fact that it is such a, a hollow victory like it's not even really a victory but that that's what makes it. The monster, it's, the monster had a lot of potential, and they could have gone into the background of the monster more, and they didn't. There well, why wasn't, would you want to know that? There wasn't much said about it. Like, it lives in the woods, and there are these people who worship it, and it, there could there, have been. It, there, I don't. It, it, there could have it's been. It's always more. been there. We though. finally the get thing. to the monster, 
and we don't learn much about it. But like that's that's kind of the point, yeah, though. Because you don't yeah. know, you, nobody knows. That, the one, yeah, and the one is. character right. who delivers one of the lines, who's saying it's one of the Jotun, like that's such like that tells you all you need to know about the thing because like like that, when you say like a word like <laughs> when you say Jotun, like it being one of the old Norse gods, like that should tell you like that's awful. Like it's a it's a god from an ancient well, time. You said it yourself that it was made up. This wasn't a real. That particular, sure, but like a Jotun is a real thing. Yeah. So, like the fact that it's this ancient thing that's always just sort of been there, and you can see throughout the movie like different eras and decades, and these characters from all these different eras that have been around forever, just worshiping it. Like I, I don't know. Like I think it tells you what you need to know, I do, I and you like don't. That. Yeah. Like yeah. what you're not gonna know some like something that's so far beyond yeah. you as a human. Like, you're not going to know what it is entirely, and that's what makes it all the more awful, the fact that it exists and right. what it does and, like, what it represents. It's, ugh. I just wanted to be, like, smashed in the face with, like, horrified by the way this thing looks. Oh, you didn't so, like yes. the look of it? And oh, I, I thought, thought it was awesome. too animal-like. And it's that's... stalking them the whole time. You know what I'm It's lurking here, it's lurking there. Yeah. And you're just like, what in the fuck is going <laughs> on, right? The entire I, thing. It's messing with their minds. and they get I the thought yada, it was yada. a big human. Because like at one point you see a hand. It's part, Yeah, it's part it's human, part, part, human like, part animal. moose type of thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, watching it the first time I felt... I, I, Eric, I felt the same way. You did watching it the first time when John, John showed us it. Um, but watching it the other night, um, I, I have more I, I respect for it now. And seeing the creature again, um, I actually really um, enjoyed how the creature looks. I think it's a very unique and cool yeah, design. Yeah, it's very unique yeah. and, and cool. And it looks like yeah. it's it's like the they, they, they you can the movie puts all of its budget on the screen. Um, yeah. One of the things I love the most about this film uh, is the cinematography by uh, Andrew Shulkind, um, who, who really hasn't worked on too much, honestly. He's worked uh, with the director on another... On, he worked with him on Southbound, which I definitely need to see now because those two work together again. But the cinematography in this movie is fucking beautiful. Like, the... the, the, the it t There's nothing to me better than, like, a nice still frame. Uh, and I like it when a movie gives you the credit of being intelligent enough to, to look what's being presented on screen and the way it frames a shot. And it really takes its time to let you look at something and look at what the characters are looking right. at. The direction is so well done. It was more, almost like... Yeah. For the budget, I feel yeah. like it was, more, yeah, worth more than what the budget is stated to be yeah which was about a million and a half dollars that's fucking crazy to me that they yeah, made that movie on that little money but the act like... all the acting is spot on and yeah it, and it was kind of cool like more towards the beginning the uh the beautiful shots of, of the desolation surrounding yeah. like the heartbeat of this heavily concentrated area that they're almost drawn to go into you know what I mean? Because the outside of that heavily wooded area is all desolate. There's no trees. Yeah. There's no anything. And then there's just like this center like where the heart would be inside of any kind of beast. Right, nobody goes and there. And it's like yeah. they're just, for whatever reason, things transpired weirdly. Or they're just drawn into the belly of the beast, basically. Is yeah. what, what goes and it's on. cool. I'm, I'm, like, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the acting, too, because like the fucking actors in this... They're all like spot on. Like they deliver these great, like that scene that where they spend the night in that cabin and they all share that horrible dream that the thing puts in their minds. That like the way their their reactions to that are just fucking great. They all have and the the back and forth that you could like they all seem like they're really friends. Like they have that really good punchy dialogue yes. that you would only have with people speaking, you're close with. Speaking of the characters, I was gonna say I liked the movie because of the strong character development. Yep. So you learn a lot about them. You see this ho horrific 
thing that they have to go through together in the beginning, their friend passes, and um, by halfway through the movie, you feel like you know them, and you yeah. and you care. You care about what's happening to them, just because they've been developed so well. Like, Luke is the main, main character, and you really want him to get out. Right. You know, I really wanted him to, to get away from this monster. Yeah, definitely. You care about the characters, and you, you can sense their friendship, you know. Yeah, they Luke were very good. Most famously known as the You've Got Red On You guy from Shaun of the Dead. That's right. And yes. fucking one of the That's shitty right. cops in Hot Fuzz. That's also right. from Midnight Ride. Midnight Ride. Terrible jokes live. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, the ritual, for me, it's like... The ritual for me is one of those one of those genre of horror flicks where it's like I I could I'm so happy and excited to share this film with other people because I, I feel like it's a it's one of those movies it was like it just sort of went under the radar for so many people and not a lot of people know about it so I any chance I get to show it to someone whether they like it or not it's just another chance for me to experience it and to share that with somebody so like I always like hearing other people's feedback because I love it so much. And even, uh, I haven't yeah. really met anyone who likes it as much as I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping to someday, but like... I think I, there's already John, a podcast about just this movie. <laughs> there should be. I'll start it. <laughs> John, I feel like this. you love this movie so much that you wish it was yours. I and really you, do. Yeah, you honestly, do. yeah. This is one of those films that I wish I could make because... Right. If you could I, steal yeah. someone's identity. <laughs> if you steal everyone in the, involved in this movie's identity. Yeah, I don't know. It would probably... If you start getting yeah. all the credit for it. Yeah, man. I'll take, the, I'll take credit for this with the cinematographer and director. But yeah, you're absolutely right. This is one of those films that I wish I had made. Like, I respect the... Like, the crap... Like, even just, like, the lighting and the coloring. Like, every bit of technical aspect that went into this, I love the way it's filmed and acted. I just... It's such a great, well-made production, especially for, like you said, the budget is so low and it's... Yeah. It's all on screen and it's just... It's such a well-crafted film that... And I, I love like the, the, the beautiful shots in the trees, like, how heavily wooded it was. Yeah. So it's like... It, it kind of works so well for the monster in the movie because it was so thick with all the... The um, trunks of the trees, yeah. but yet you couldn't really know what was going on. So it was a it was a high paranoia movie, but it was an also a huge movie about regret and like yeah. regretting not taking action. Yeah, yeah, know? that's exactly so, yeah, and, and yeah. like and almost regret manifested itself into that into that monster really. And it's like in, unless you're gonna face the monster that is consuming you alive in your life, you know. Like, like spoiler alert at the end when he like leaves the belly of the beast and he's just screaming down he's like finally getting all the regret out of his system and yeah. it's like it's and it's a like, defiant like and even though that is like a huge spoiler <laughs> but like to me that that is one of the yeah you might want to go back and then delete <laughs> that part uh, th- like anyway yeah that to me that's that's part of what makes that such a beautiful ending is like that is the best case scenario against a fucking god is you standing at the ed- the precipice of its boundary screaming defiantly at it. That's the best thing you can hope for in that situation. And to me, that's such a bleak and powerful ending for someone who's already experienced the worst fucking case scenario that you can imagine. Like, and it's, things it's like, awful. And it's a great example of that. Like Those things do become gods. They become that big in your life, like regretting this or that, no. or whatever transpired. So it's like it's a good example in that aspect. But it's, it's well What is shot. the consensus on yeah, ratings? John, what's your rating? Uh, for me, the ritual, the ritual is a four star for me. Um, I, I, I absolutely adore this film. And I highly encourage anyone to, who wants to see it to check it out. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's been on there for a couple years. And yeah, give it a watch. 
Ciara, what's your rating for it? Uh, I'd say 3.5. Eric, what's yours? Three. Three? Three. Yeah, I, I give it a, a 3.5, too. Um, the, the, the cinematography is definitely worth a watch. Um, and, uh, you know, just the interaction between all of the characters is great. And you really feel for their, you know, what they're going through. And, yeah. But I feel like we talked about <laughs> there, there, I, I wish there was there was a bigger payout but watching it again I, I understand what the director wanted but yeah. I just wanted a bigger payout too. that's fair I agree exactly no, that's it's fair. a, lot, that's it's a slow burn the whole movie right. and, and that's, and that's me waiting like, I'm for... a sucker for I'm a sucker for right. the slow burn sure. with like it's Definitely, similar yeah. to Jaws where you don't really see the shark yeah, until yeah. all of a sudden it's like revealed and you're like, holy shit. Right. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. You know, I just wanted that same impact level. And, you know, when you're younger, the impact level is so high. You know, your imagination and just brand new to everything is just so much more impactful. But, yeah, it's definitely worth watching. All right, and those are the four movies we watched and reviewed so this week. So, Demonic Toys. Inside. Uh, the Ritual. Do I have to mention one? You certainly do. And you have to, you have to put it to your Ride. name. Midnight Ride. Midnight Ride. Say it, Eric. Midnight <laughs> Glorious Ride. <laughs> By the way, my favorite of the four was uh, Inside. I don't know. Just, That's good. Let's do that. It just punched me in the right direction. I know what John's going to say. Oh, yeah. The ritual is definitely my favorite. Jeff? Demonic toys. <laughs> oh, I love that. Out of all four of these, demonic toys that. is your favorite. That's, I love that. that. He's lying. I'm not. Wait, can you <laughs> say? It. Mine was also inside. I thought you were going to say Midnight Ride. <laughs> no. God, no. 20 bucks. Not ruining my reputation by actually... 50 bucks. Nope. Suggestion. Suggestion anyone watches that movie Reese's ever. Pieces. <laughs> All right, so how do we wrap this pig up? How do we uh, how do we do this? We Maybe stick like... it in the sack and chuck it in the river. We will be back in two weeks with the next set of four movies. Anybody got anything going on they want to fucking plug in their life or what? Jeff O'Brien is a renowned tattoo artist. Renowned. Jeff O'Brien tattoos on Instagram. He works at? Shogun Tattoo in Salem, New Hampshire. <laughs> he does stick and poke. No. No. <laughs> the poke and the stick. Pink club. Right? Yeah. Let's do some means. horror movie tattoos, everybody. Let's do it. I am in college and have nothing going on besides that, so I have nothing to plug. John? Uh, I'm a freelance artist and filmmaker. Um, have a feature-length film coming out that uh, actually just got signed. Where our film is in the process of going through distribution. What's the name of that film? Uh, my name is Jonah. Finally, nice. finally, oh, finally coming to life. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> you will. You'll get the chance soon. <laughs> no, enough. really. I haven't seen it. But uh, yeah, you can visit me uh, on w, uh, johncarenart.com. Are you going to show it at the theater? What's that? Theater show? Theater show? We did. Uh, we screened in the oh, theater did? already, okay. like seven years ago. Crap. Well, I, was, I guess Jesus late. Christ. <laughs> late to that party. <laughs> Eric, do you have anything to plug? Uh, just outlets. <laughs> what about Todd Barrington's art? Oh yeah, Todd Barrington Network. Todd yeah. Barrington on YouTube. At Clam Comfort on YouTube is where we make ridiculous movies. If you want to watch them, but don't or don't or don't. And but you should. They're not very good. <laughs> so that's a good. They're mostly starring Eric. <laughs> yeah, which so I mean, yeah. for all of us, 
We are the horror hams. And thank you for Thanks listening. Thanks for watching. Watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Our very first podcast. We'll be back in two weeks. Huzzah. Thanks for watching. Two and two.